Good morning, Finishing Well Ministry listeners. My name is Hal Habecker. I'm the president and founder of Finishing Well Ministries, and I love talking with you on various subjects about what God is doing in our lives as we age. You'll notice, particularly as I introduce this topic and myself, uh, my sidekick, Randy Hess, is not here. He's the one who usually welcomes people. I want to tell you where Randy is. He is not here because he and his family had a tragedy in their life three weeks ago. Their granddaughter, mother of two great grandkids, was killed tragically in an auto wreck. And they are still processing, you know, all that's gone on, the tragedy. And he's just not ready to step in here and talk about life. Actually, he he wants to be ready and he wants to come back on next week and actually talk about his experience, but he's just not ready today. And he actually asked if I would kind of share this news and why he's not here and ask you to pray for him and his wife, Julie, and their son and daughter-in-law, whose daughter it was who was tragically taken. So do pray for them and encourage them. And you can send him an email to me or Hal at Finishing Well Ministries, and I'll send it on to him. But thank you for noting that, and thank you for praying for them. And in his place, uh, I want to welcome Seth Muse this morning. Uh, Seth and I go back a long way. He was actually our youth pastor when I was a pastor. How many years ago, Seth? I, I forget. I think it was, uh, I think I'd left like 2014, 2015-ish, somewhere in there. Uh, so right, right about that time, you had stepped out just before that uh, from from the church and so and, and to start doing this. So, yeah, it's been a while. Anyways, he and his uh, wife, Kara, and their two kids have been a part of my life, and he's our engineer on, our, on this podcast. So he's there. So I just said, Seth, welcome and jump in however God leads you to share in this because you're a great friend of Randy. Randy mentored you, yes. if I recall, in a very intentional way, and he has kept that mentoring relationship up with you, hasn't he? Yeah, I, you know, we've shared on the podcast before when I, when I got to be on um, several episodes ago, we, we talked about that relationship a little bit. So go back and listen to that one. It's in there. But um, I basically, Randy was a greeter and I just heard he mentored somebody else and asked him, Hey, will you do that for me? I don't, I knew I was moving out of youth ministry, didn't know what was next. And um, Randy has met with me free of charge and offered his very much not free of charge expertise. Um, that he's made his living on and you know he's just given it to me uh for gosh how long has it been almost eight years seven years yeah it's been a long time we were at a point where for several years where we met once a month and uh just extremely generous with his his knowledge and his time and you know just you know can't say enough good things about randy Boy, me neither. And he has been a tremendous friend and sidekick with me in Finishing Well Ministries. Yeah. But let's talk about tragedy for a bit. Uh, <clears throat> you know, tragedy and hardship. One of the interesting things about living longer in our aging years is that we will have the opportunity to experience more tragedy and hardship in our lives. You know, when I speak, I uh, often encounter people who have lost spouses you lose kids, you lose grandkids, you have accidents, you have diseases. And not that, I mean, they all happen in younger years as well. But the longer you live, 
uh, the more you experience those kinds of things. And we all grieve in various ways. You know, tragedy and hardship hits us. Sometimes we're prepared for it. Sometimes we're not. Uh, We hope and pray that we are all fortified and prepared in some way for hard times. I think of Proverbs 24.10, if you're slack in the day of distress, your strength is limited. Uh, that, that doesn't mean you think about and prepare for the worst in a sense, but you know we have a chance to live life with others. Uh, we watch life. It happens to us itself. We encounter death. We encounter tragedy in our lives, and God wants us to be prepared for it and think about it. Uh, but it's always hard when it comes. I mean, it's not easy. I mean, you're past, uh, Seth, you're a pastor. You've been around the church all your life. I mean, uh, yeah. one of the hard things about ministry is encouraging people in the midst of hardship and tragedy, wouldn't you say? It is. And, and you're like, you don't know what to say. And, and, and there's nothing you really can say. You know, it's just hard to feel helpful in a lot of ways. And, you know, somebody's grieving and and dealing with something difficult, you know, you realize that for many, it's just being there and being available or, you know, you just feel kind of helpless in in a lot of those cases and your heart breaks for them, especially if you're, you're close to them and you feel that too. It's very, very difficult. Yeah. I thought about that with Randy. He called me, I think the morning after this accident happened, uh, late at night, Mm-hmm. He called me the next morning and I, I didn't know what to say. I mean, my, my heart wanted to jump out and just give him a hug and Julie a hug and, and just be with them. I, I mean, how do you experience, how do you verbalize that kind of tragedy and what it means to you? It's just, just all fresh. I mean, your family is shattered in a very real sense of the word. Yeah. Uh, with an auto accident like that. And uh, you, you're right, Seth, you don't know what to say. Uh, which leads me to one of the things that really is important, and Randy shared this with me. We just met yesterday afternoon for a while, talked and prayed together. He said, you have no idea what it means to have others praying for you. You know, if you're listening and you've been experiencing a tragedy, I'm sure you identify with that. Uh, you know, you have no idea what it means for other friends and people in the body of Christ that you know just to know that they're praying for you in your helplessness as you process this and begin to grieve. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, and one of the things is like, yeah, you can, you don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. You can always do that. You can always pray. Um, as believers, you know, it's a very powerful, you know, um, way to encourage, way to uh, support, um, you know, what does the Bible say that the powers of a, 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 the prayers of a, um, a righteous man are both powerful and effective, you know, and we, we take that, we believe it. And that is what we do. Um, in the meantime, too, you know, if you, you kind of put yourself in their shoes, you can think of things that you can do. Um, you know, one of the things when I was talking to Randy, uh, I said, let me know if I can do anything. Well, he's not going to know what I can do. He, yeah. He's not thinking about that. You know, it's like, that's where you go. Okay. Can I give to a fund? Can I, you know, do you guys need meals? Do you know, can I, where can I connect? And you start finding those other people around that you can connect with. So, um, but prayer is the thing that is, it should be our first go-to. And 
I think important, and that is sending notes or text or whatever to people and letting them know that you are praying for them. Right. You know, you actually, I think, feel the power of prayer. I mean, I have felt that many times in my own life. Uh, And, you know, this, in, in terms of finishing well, you know, our second essential is the importance of friendships and relationships. And particularly in caring and loving for others, that's essential three in hard times. Uh, You know, this is why we're here. We are here for each other. I think a proverb said, a friend loves at all times, but a a brother is born for adversity. There are both kinds of friendships. You know, there's a friend who loves you when you're up and down every day, but then there are friends, they are like brothers and sisters who are there for adversity to help lift you up. It's, it's very important. Yeah. Um, that's a great verse. I hadn't thought about that one in a while that brothers and sisters are born for adversity. You know, that that's, that's powerful that, that there are people in your life that are put there almost because you will face adversity, you will face tragedy. That is a purpose of being friends. That's powerful. I like that. It really is. And that's our purpose in being here as a friend to encourage others. Uh, I think of a scripture verse, it's in 2 Corinthians, where Paul says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our afflictions so that we will be able to comfort those who are in any affliction with the comfort with which we ourselves are comforted by God. You know, I think that's one of the things we give away to others. You know, we experience God's work in our own lives in tragedy and hardship. Uh, You know, I'm thinking about Randy, you know, he's had cancer, which uh, has had an attack on his life and he's survived that and recovered well. Right. Uh, And even his family, you know, the son and daughter-in-law of his granddaughter who was killed, they are going through challenges in their own lives. So here is the father, the grandfather, the grand, uh, the great grandfather, you might say, you know, watching over his family. And he thinks about how God has worked in his life and has helped him through challenges. And now he faces a whole new grief and tragedy that he's never experienced before. But he, he leans on God. You know, he wants to encourage his family, yet he himself fights through his own grief and wants to process it and help him and his wife, Julie, continually to be a leader in their family. And it's a huge trial for him. And I, uh, I just want to wrap my arms around him and bless him and encourage him. Yeah. And it's, you know, we're all going to be there at some point, you know, we're all going to face that tragedy, you know, sooner or later, there's going to be something that happens in your life. You want to have people around you at that point that can come around you, wrap their arms around you, you know, and, and encourage you, pray for you. Um, this is why, you know, it's always important to engage in Christian community, go to church, be part of those, those, those groups and places where, um, you know, you can have that. And, you know, in my world, you know, you know, you can also, you know, find that online some places, you know, in groups and, you know, places like that. So um, it's, it, it is so important to have not just friends, but good friends, you know, people, and I don't mean like, I like you a lot, kind of good friends, friends yes. that are good for your life. 
that will encourage your faith. This is what I tell my, my kids all the time is that, hey, um, I want you to have friends that are going to encourage your walk with Christ. I want you to have friends that are going to also want to go to church. I want you to have friends that are going to pray for you when you have problems. Um, that's the kind of friend because that encourages you and that lifts you up in a, in a good direction that reminds you how much, um, how much God loves you and how much you need him. Very powerful. I want to read a quote here that I use in our presentation, and then I want to reflect on another uh, scripture passage as well. Uh, Jim Stump, he has written a book called The Power of One-on-One, Discovering the Joy and Satisfaction of Mentoring Others. This book has been really essential and powerful in my own life. I want to read two paragraphs out of it. I'll read them slowly. Jim says, You and I are hardwired for relationships. We were created by God to love and be loved by others. We were created for much more than casual friendships or acquaintances. We need deep and meaningful relationships with those God has put into our lives. We need people who will walk with us through the ups and downs of life who will be there for us when times get tough, that's Randy and Julie right now, and who will look to us for help and support in their own struggles. We need people who will intentionally invest in our lives, people who will pray for us when we're sick, counsel us when we're confused, laugh with us when we're happy, defend us when we're under fire, and offer a shoulder to cry on when life gets hard and cumbersome. People who will always be there for us no matter what. People who need us as much as we need them. You know, that quote by Jim has just been riveted in my mind. And I think of it particularly, not only in the ups and downs of life, routine life, but in the ups and downs of real excruciating pain and grief and tragedy, hardship and death. You know, we really do need each other. And we need to pray for each other and encourage each other. And I think of Randy and Julie in this situation with that reality in mind. Yeah, I, that's a powerful quote. Um, I feel like that's, that is a, a part of our life, and, and it doesn't change as you get older. You still need that. You, you need those groups. You need those people. Um, and I would say even probably more as you get older. You know, you deal with more earth-shattering things, and you know, and you know, I'm I'm 43, so I, I've I have a lot, to, I'll have a lot of things to learn, a lot of you know things to do, and you know, my kids are in high school and junior high, and so you know, we're in a different stage than than many that probably listen here, but um, I need that, I still need that too. You know, those friends that'll defend me and that'll take care of me, that'll help me when we're down. It's, it's, it's a godly design for us. And one of the things I loved about seminary is you see that how we're designed in community. I learned this in seminary is that the way we're designed in community is a reflection of God in Trinity, being a community with himself. And, you know, he is our example, Father, Son, Holy Spirit together in perfect harmony, perfect unity, um, you know, and, and being one yet three and that is that is kind of that picture, that example of our community in Christ that we have with other believers, that we are one but many 
And, you know, it's, it's an interesting dynamic that we strive for that here on earth. That's why friends and encouraging people around you is, and being a good friend is so powerful. You're so right on, Seth. I'm, th- I'm three decades ahead of you. I'm 73. <laughs> but you're, you're right. You know, and I'll, I'll encourage you as a young man following in ministry, you know, you, you need these. I need these kinds of friendships. And I think you're right. We need them more the longer we live. Yeah. Because we will experience more hardship and tragedy just by the number of years that God adds to our life. And I think that's one of the reasons we're here to give testimony as we age about God's faithfulness, even in hard times. Yeah. And, and I would say, don't wait for someone to come to you. Like, um, you know, go out and actively pursue those kinds of relationships yourself. Um, I, I was, I was, I, I reached out to Randy to mentor me because I was tired of waiting. Nobody reached out. Randy's been mentoring me for years. And if you're a, a person who is a senior and, you know, you see young people, go reach out, go start a relationship with them. You know, we really do want to know what you have to say, but ultimately we just kind of don't want to know you care first. And that reaching out is a big step and lets us know, like, you actually do care what's going on in my life and where I'm at. And, you know, that's, that's powerful. You know, it's just to start that, Hey, you want to have coffee? Hey, you want to get together? You guys want to come over? You know, it's, I've found extremely helpful and, and meaningful conversations with Randy that I would probably not had with people my age that are, are very wise, very helpful, um, both spiritually and professionally. And, you know, that's, that's been a powerful thing in my life. So I know he has done that for others. And so when he hits tragedy, I mean, it's a no brainer. I'm coming to help, you know, I'll be there, you know, of all the things that he's done for me, how could I not? You know, exactly right. You know, that's what friends are for. Right. Our faith is rooted in the reality of God. I mean, as David said, two scripture passages that come to my mind, uh, Psalm 23, 4, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they are there to defend and comfort me and protect me. And that makes me think of Ephesians 6, where the Apostle Paul talks about put on the whole armor of God that you can resist the devil because he will come to us. I think that's one of the realities of tragedy and hardship. The devil will seek to take us out at every point and disable us, uh, disarm us, disarm us from listening to God and thinking that he's the one behind this penalizing me or judging me or why did he allow this to happen to me? I mean, the thing about his son is that he's in this with us. You know, he understands our suffering. He understands our tragedies uh, because he was nailed to a cross. He identifies with us. He's a priest who has been tested in every aspect as we are in life. And I just love those scripture texts because they are there to help us prepare for hardship, put on the whole armor of God. If you think you're going to get out of here free, you know, uh, if you're going to walk out like Enoch, you know, and not die, right? Uh, you know, I think you're surprised. <laughs> I mean, no one gets out of this place alive. I mean, when we all suffer, <laughs> and, and Jesus said, like if you follow me, you're going to encounter various trials. So prepare for them, anticipate them. I think of Ecclesiastes 7, where 
Solomon says, the mind of the wise is in the house of the morning, for therein is the end of every man and the living takes it to heart. So I tell people, if you haven't been to a funeral lately, go. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the ways we can identify with each other and encourage each other. Well, and it gives us perspective. That's that's the that's the benefit of that. Why why would Ecclesiastes say that you're wise if you mourn? That sounds very morbid. You know, very. You know, in this world of where everyone's already feeling pretty bad, they want to feel better. Why would they want to go to a funeral? Um, funerals really do focus you around like what's important in life. What uh, what do you have that you, is. Uh, your family, your friends, what's most important? What's What do you care about most in your world? I mean, it really does bring a perspective on the rest of the things that you do and have and are that, um, you know, it really does put you in the right mindset if you come at it from the perspective of uh, a Christ follower who has hope for the, for what happens to a believer who passes on. Um, and I imagine, you know, I'm, like I said, I'm younger than you guys. Um, but I, when I, I can imagine like being at your age, there's a, there's a moment where you start to experience that a lot, you know, your friends, your family, you, as you age, you go to a lot more funerals and, you know, you read the obituary section a little bit more. I remember my grandparents used to do that and I could not understand why, you know, they're looking for their friends and they're looking for people they know to find out. And that is hard it's got to be so difficult and you know as you you kind of look at that 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 train is a coming kind of uh kind of thing you know it's it brings into perspective sharply you know the value of your friendships and the things that you have in your life and um if only we could all do that much earlier you know that in our lives what would our life have been uh, I think that's the wisdom in, in Ecclesiastes and what he's trying to pass on. Well, and in closing, wrapping up our thoughts here, it's it's really the power of friendships that help us do that. You know, we lean into each other's pain. I mean, I was sitting in that service memorializing his Randy's granddaughter, and I was trying to imagine the grief that I might feel if that were my granddaughter. You know, and my great grandkids, you know, and my son who is grieving the loss of his daughter and his two grandkids. And it really changes how you perceive life. I mean, you want to be there. You want to encourage people. You don't want to shy away from that because you want to be there and help people. And uh, so we wanted to share in this session what Randy is going through. And I think in a future podcast, he'll be back to share his own grief and process it, you know, with you, our, our listeners uh, for himself and share with us what he's been learning and how God has been meeting his needs. But we just wanted to share that need and ask you to pray for him. And Seth, it's been a delight to uh, interact with you on this. I mean, here, here we are again, <laughs> and I want to thank you. Uh, you bring a whole different perspective, uh, three decades behind me, and I love it. Older people and younger people working and learning together. Amen. Yeah, it's awesome. Um, it's it doesn't always work. You know, it has to be you know people who are willing, and you know that's that's a big part of it. But it's been very very valuable for me in my life. So thank you. Well, may the Lord bless you, and uh, I thank God for you being in my life, and vice versa. And let's keep uh, trucking on together. 
And and all of our relationships out there in our families, uh, let's be wise, uh, let's be shrewd, let's think ahead, let's lean into our pain, let's lean into our joys, our laughters, celebrate our families and celebrate our friends and keep making an impact by finishing well for the glory of Jesus Christ because he makes all the difference and he came that we might have life and have it more abundantly even in challenging times. So may God bless you and... Uh, I hope this is an encouraging podcast for you. I know it is for me with our friendship with Randy. Thanks and have a great day.